Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are discussing the feature debut from Lisa Joy, Reminiscence. It's a feature debut? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, she worked in, on Westworld before this. Westworld, I think. Is she part of, I don't know who they get, you know, there was like. I'm not sure. I know the H.J. Abrams and the Jonathan Nolan were all involved in that. She might have been a part of that, too. Um, co-creator, it says on uh, Letterboxd. But before we get into the movie, we're going to describe the film in eight words or less. I can go first. And it was be tell, tell, and tell again. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. Mine is one word. Eurydice. <laughs> that's how you pronounce Eurydice. <laughs> like, like I was so mad. He kept yeah, saying he, he kept say, saying like, Eurydice. Eurydice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, have I been pronouncing it wrong? Yeah, I time? literally Googled how to pronounce it because I was like, <laughs> oh no, if that's how you pronounce it, I hate it so much. This is the longest eight words ever. <laughs> but yes. Shit. Did I delete the one? I might have deleted my, my notes folder for this one. But uh I think my eight words were was like not much to reminisce about, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't trying very hard, I'll admit. <laughs> the, I mean, the title and then the catchphrase, don't look back, were not very favorable to um, <laughs> the, people's The reviews. tagline was, don't look <laughs> back? <laughs> well, on Letterboxd, yeah, at least. Well, but, but the whole movie is about looking... <laughs> but Ben, what? don't. Um... <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! Oh. Um, the film is Reminiscence. Uh, it oh, I almost want stars... to give it a half star more for that. <laughs> <laughs> it stars uh, Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Tandiwe Newton, Cliff Curtis, hey! <laughs> Daniel hey! Wu. Uh, and then I don't know anybody else really. I've never heard of any of those other people. Not that we shouldn't mention them, but that's about as deep. There's really, this is really kind of a four-hander of a movie. Well, it's kind of like a three-hander, and then it becomes a, well, no, then it becomes another three-hander. And then Daniel Wu's character pops in and out of the movie throughout the whole thing. The film takes place in a post-apocalyptic is the right word, but there's been wars for water, the a dystopian dystopian right? dystopian there you go that's a better word uh takes place in a climate future where miami is underwater and there's dams and upper class lower class it's slowly flooding everywhere and uh there's a technology where why was this created i don't know i guess um, for interrogations that's there was like a mil oh yeah it was, yeah, for it was interrogations. a military that's application right. Okay, yeah. Um, Which is why, like, he was a soldier, so he had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were these um, devices created that allowed you to look back into your memories and... Um, and also project them onto, like, a little diorama. There are varying levels of quality of these, and Hugh Jackman <laughs> happens to own mm-hmm. a really fancy one Um that he provides to clients who no one seems to pay for. Yeah, I don't know how but, he paid um, for that machine. <laughs> like, why not just have one, like, head, like, rich guy come in and, like, show him reliving some, like, 
Like he's paying, t- he's funding the whole thing, reliving some orgy thing that he wants to reminisce like over and over again. Bougie, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. And, and maybe that exists because this movie does feel a bit chopped up. Um, don't but look back. Hugh, Jack- uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman uh, falls in love with a client and uh, a film noir vibes unfold, but it mostly is Hugh Jackman telling us everything he's looking at on screen for the next. Uh, I don't know how long this movie. It was, was. helpful it was for the, all the under times two I was hours at least. <laughs> yeah, 116 minutes. Um, but if you haven't gathered, I don't think any of us really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> no. Even if, even if it it like it it looked good, mm-hmm. there was some the some of the effects on like the they weren't mm-hmm. bad, but you could spot a couple. You know. They did. The, Warner some... Brothers cut their losses on some of the the bigger effects on the like uh, climate change stuff and in a some, couple of shots. And there's but... definitely like one chase scene that uses a lot of green screen, pretty flagrantly. But yeah, the movie just it's I don't know. <laughs> like it's it's bad. We we but... do know that much. <laughs> It it was kind of watchable for a while, but then I got kind of burnt out. But then, like, the last third of the movie, like, all of a sudden, the detective story really kicks in. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting. And it was like, why wasn't it this movie the whole time? Yeah. Well, yeah. It spent so much time trying to set up the world. Yeah. And the care it just doesn't do it very I mean, eloquently. My only reasoning for that is that the first part of the movie's been so long of him just being like a creep slash asshole. Like I did not like his character at all. <laughs> and then in the last third or whatever, it's finally like, oh, he did actually there's like a hero thing that he could be doing. It gave him more of a purpose than just can't like that he couldn't let go of some woman who might not want her or him in his life. Like, I just figured out watching this movie. I don't think hard-boiled detectives are for me. Because <laughs> like, it's like, I hated him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just... I don't know. Like, it, it, um, it definitely has, like, this kind of male-gazy thing to it in a really kind of upsetting way mm-hmm. that I... And I remember seeing, like, some article talking about how it's like, you know... It takes a new look at the male gaze, and I'm like, does it though? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Just drags it out for an hour and forty minutes. But uh, what do you define male gaze? Because this is a film that was written and directed by a woman, woman, and well, I, I, I just like I, I think it's like it's saying that this guy, you know, it's implying that like he fell in love with her because she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It felt very and voyeuristic. It's like, well, actually, but it's, but it's also like under it's like well she's actually not the person you know because you just judged her you know from and it, it just it doesn't work and then he's chasing this beautiful woman literally the whole movie um mm-hmm. i mean it, and, it, it 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 is playing with noir tropes mm-hmm. yeah and it doesn't really do anything to bust out of but them, it's also you know? like, like it's yeah. also like he sees all this evidence and he never wavers and like no i i know who she is i know this person mm-hmm. and why she's and she has to have a reason for all this uh and we could talk about you know when we get into the ending um but it just i don't know like it's just him chasing this woman that you know kind of he 
barely knows yeah. to the ends of the earth. When they said that like, they had known each other for a few months, I was like, wait, what? When did this happen? Yeah, it just like... <laughs> Yeah. I was shocked by that, which I think is another reason why I just didn't care. I couldn't connect to the story at all because so much of what we're supposed to be um, holding on to is like he's supposed to have this relationship with this girl that we're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, that is meaningful. And I want him to get back to that. But it's like we didn't get to experience any of that ourselves. So I didn't care. Yeah. And it's also it's like a three month relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's willing to throw away the, His the best partnership friend. he has <laughs> with um I'm forgetting. Tandy Way. No, but what was her character's name? Um, Oh, yeah. Emily Watts. That's what they called her, Watts. Yeah, and it just doesn't, like, I I can't buy that. Like, it's just, it makes him look like this. Again, I know that's part of, like, the detective noir. It's like, fallen for the dame, but I, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't work here. And I think, like, it needed to either pick that story or the story about like the socioeconomical mm-hmm. like the socioeconomical climate of and status of like these characters in this world where i mean like the the rich are like literally leaving the others out to drown kind of thing you know and it just it doesn't tackle any of that very well except for the last bit of the detective tale which actually is pretty pretty engaging like the stories were just Um, forced together it doesn't quite work yeah i feel like the movie is it it it, it's not engaging as much as it starts finding a flow Mm -hmm. because i feel like everything that like a good film like this it's like when everything at the end when all the reveals come you're supposed to be like oh but like the whole time you're like you can see they're setting up all of these things. Yeah, and I mean, and like, then, I knew, yeah. like, the the end, I'm not going to say what he was searching for, but the final thing he was searching for in that end, I knew where that was, like, half an hour, 40, an hour before? Mm-hmm. So I was just waiting for them to get to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was actually surprised that that, that, there was, and that was the weird thing. Like they set that up to be a thing, but then it's he, just literally a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. There's like no character to it. There's no, well, and they there's also nothing s- like built around that actual thing. It just like, yeah, it's but just they, like, oh, and there also, it is. There we go. They also <laughs> set it up as this important thing to uh, Ferguson's character, and it mm-hmm. just completely slips his mind for the the whole movie. I <laughs> okay, like. If you well, loved, if you I loved mean, granted, that much, he doesn't, maybe you'd be he, paying attention. He wouldn't. He wouldn't think. He doesn't think about that till he knows why. Why she disappeared? Well, I you mean, know, like, like he's trying to think of all the places she could go. Why yeah. wouldn't that? Yeah. Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, I don't um, think I can understand why he didn't think about it. I'll say that much. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't know. You can enlighten yeah, us more no. later. Um, I just, but I hated him at that point. I didn't care. It's like, I just don't like one of the things that we could talk about with like Ben talking about the male gaze and everything. I just hated how much he took ownership of things. Like he kept journals of people's memories. That's super creepy. And like, in like the first time he, um, Rebecca Ferguson's character goes into the tank, like he's there to find her keys. That's what he's supposed to do. And then he keeps watching her memory to see where it goes. It's like, yep. that is a line that he crosses immediately. And he never really recovered from that for <laughs> yeah. me. And it 
And it seems like yeah. And they but they established later that there are there are laws around this yeah. thing with severe penalties. So I feel like that would have been something But it's okay because like they offense, love right? each other, maybe. <laughs> All I know is I believed like more in the relation it was more heartfelt the relationship <laughs> between that man and his dog than the, the two leads of this movie. <laughs> Seriously, if I had a tank, I would go back to memories of my dogs. <laughs> it's, it's before we jump out of here, I think like you can see like Lisa Joy has like some interesting like craft wise. It's like, oh, this is this cool, like the reminiscence, like the physicality of the screen mm-hmm. quotation marks is really cool. And like I was like going into the dream into the memory and like seeing things first person like oh that's an interesting wrinkle but it felt like it it just felt like what's it it was almost too much to like like and then seeing like hugh jackman being Mm -hmm. able to see the 3d space was a fun way to kind of figure out what was happening but then it was also inconsistent though because he was like hey you know like when you think back of your memories a lot of the times you see yourself in third person and then we kept seeing memories about people from first person or maybe not a bunch but like it we saw both of them so it's like pick a lane which one is it um and before I forget I do want to credit this movie for one thing and it has an action sequence that's actually like really good like I was really impressed with like how well it was put together I get I mean, maybe because I was just bored out of my mind until it happened, but uh, it's the the sequence where he meets um, shit, I'm dropping his name. Uh, Saint Joe. Yes, Saint Joe. Oh my god, yeah. that was so dumb. <laughs> well, it's I'm not defending, like, it's No, it no, is, I understand where you're like coming really, from. There's just, I have complaints about it. <laughs> but I do, I also do have, like, one big thing in that where I'm just like, what? Like, this was why didn't this thing happen that definitely should have but I'll get into that in spoilers but it's just like why I'm gonna go get into but why I don't know I feel like a lot of this is but why <laughs> yeah um, I think ultimately it's a pass even yeah. for free on HBO Max I don't <laughs> know how much you're gonna get out of this one I am intrigued to see what just- Lisa Joy does mm-hmm. again like she obviously has a decent eye and ability to make I mean, something yeah. look good and coherent mm-hmm. and, and conceptually it's pretty interesting but, it just didn't work for me but she also did write this though so yeah um i, I would i'd be curious to know how much editorial shenanigans happened on this movie too and if i mean like you said it does look like it's been cut up a bit well, i don't so. know if that's a flow problem or like just a, just poor like that's the script didn't because the script is so yeah, like could, talking to you all the time also like but i could see it i could see it as like we need to cut this movie down from like three hours mm-hmm. to an hour and i think i'd rather watch the like three that. hour version god almost. no like we're like full world that's because you are a crazy like person like i would at least give it a shot <laughs> i don't know um it, yeah it did um okay uh reminiscence star ratings i gave it one and a half i originally gave it two and a half but then as it like it's weird it faded out of my memory except for the things i didn't like (laughs) so now it's sitting at a nice little two yeah i can't decide i'm somewhere between one and a half and two 
So, I mean, that's a pretty strong average for us. Like, we're never very, like, low or very high on a movie. Let's see. So this, is, this might be my I least mean, favorite movie of the year. Yeah. What do I have last? Mm. Oh, boy. I should check my list, see where it's at. It's... Show you guys how much I've I don't rank. This I only rank the movies I like, not the bad movies. <laughs> no, I had this. This yeah, one was last. It beat out Army of the Dead for last place. For me, it's shit. But I'm sure it is shit if it was rated that low. Um, I've seen 71 Whew. features this year, and it is Good 64. That it's it's two spots above in the heights, though. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. A movie I didn't I even mean, think that was that great. That's crazy. Um, okay. Reminiscence. We're going to get into spoilers since it's a new release. So from here on out, there will be spoilers for this movie. So uh, I think from here on out, we're going to go into uh, spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. Are we spoilers yet? Yes. I did not realize how long the spoiler like clip that you put into episodes is. So Spoilers. With that, we're going to get into spoilers. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, You got to see this. Best scenes. Ben, what was the action scene? Oh, you said it was that shootout at... Um... Well, and it's... But then it also has, like, something that, like, okay, soldier being drowned in like a fucking fish tank Mm -hmm. Hmm. how could i alleviate this problem i don't know maybe punch the fucking tank like you can't just punch a fish tank if you are dying like you at least try i guess (laughs) yeah like it's a little like come on man like like uh, but then we don't get to have um um, Watts come in and just stormtrooper the room. It's like I thought they said he was a really good shot. <laughs> yeah, like for these guys who are like expert soldiers are pretty terrible at it. Like mm-hmm. also the like, end of the the end of the scene, like the last person she shoots, it's like oh he surprised her and like it like the I swear the camera panned and she was standing like three feet away from him and she, the guy could have oh yeah. no the setup for that when she killed the um. Like the main lead dude mm-hmm. there, yes. No, she was playing it off. Like she said, I, she said very loudly, "I'm out of bullets." Oh, and then like so, in order to distract him or something, yeah. like she used it to her advantage. But at first, when she said it, I was like, "Why would you say that out loud?" I was like, "Oh, it was strategy." <laughs> so it's like yeah. so. Then she got to pop up behind him and shoot him in the back. But oh, no, the- I think my favorite thing about that scene was when the barmaid jumped off the bar and just immediately got shot. It's like, what were you trying to accomplish? <laughs> uh, I liked, it's weird, like, very mixed on it, but like the the chase was terrible, but the fight between Cliff Curtis and Hugh Jackman was actually had some interesting stuff. Oh, yeah, it falling into the, the, the... But it went on for so <laughs> did. long. But the flooded so the flooded long. theater was pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah, but like it was. <laughs> yeah, but again, it just went on for. Like, have you guys seen? Um, I know you have, Zach. Have you seen They Live, Lauren? I don't think so. It has. It has a like a fist fight between Rowdy Roddy Wait, Piper. Lauren, have and... you seen the cripple fight in South Park? Oh my god! Probably, but I don't remember <laughs> it. 
that's the the cripple the fame the infamous cripple fight from south park was cripple fight! was just a shot for shot remake of the they live fight basically um speaking okay. of that though at one point they said that hugh jackman's character in this um what's his face called him a gimp um I mean, and he's, he's limping. Did he limp? I don't even mm-hmm. remember. He was limping. Okay, all of it. limp. Like even in the chase scene, I was like, he had some like, like his run was off. Like okay, so. I couldn't remember or not, but yeah. I was like, they, he said um, that at one point. It's like I know they mentioned that he has leg pain, but I didn't but really was, feel it was, like it was a pronounced. It was definitely thing. more noticeable in some scenes than others. Okay, I probably um, must have just been tuned out at this right. point. I'm thinking back. It was also a week ago, and we I'm know how thinking my memory back, works. Oh yeah, I'm glad you didn't rewatch it. I'm thinking back and trying to remember <laughs> what my favorite scene was. And while I maybe I was just checked out at this point, but was the scene where Hugh Jackman like walks into the memory and makes out with Rebecca Ferguson good? Like that's actually he made out with her. Yeah, remember she's like talking into the guy's eye, Cliff Curtis's yeah, eyes. So dumb. Oh, no, it no. wasn't good. I, don't, okay. I also blocked that out. I don't remember him making out with her in that instance. Yeah, yeah he walks into the reminiscence thing and he's like, he steps into Cliff Curtis's yeah. visage, or visage and yeah. That's like, I can see, but like yeah. on paper, you can see like, oh, this is a clever idea. Mm-hmm. But was it yeah, was no, it like an that, execution thing or or I, I don't know. I mean, know. it's like, and I was I was like, oh, damn, she's dead. Like, I didn't see that coming, but... Conceptually, it was a very cool move on Rebecca Ferguson's character's part to think ahead and be like, hey, Mm -hmm. he might see this someday. I'm going to talk to this guy like he's here. It, It, like... I feel like there are some interesting... Like, again, this whole movie has some interesting ideas, but they're just... I mean, I thought the whole, like the first 20 or so minutes, I thought was really set up when we see that it's already a memory and he's in the tank. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad they, I'm glad they burned that twist early because I thought that's Mm -hmm. where they were going to build towards like the whole movie was him rewatching it. Oh God. Which I'm glad (laughs) they didn't do that. Um, And I was like, I was like, I kind of applauded the movie. Like, okay, that was a good little trick. You didn't use it for the whole movie. Let's see where it goes. And it didn't go anywhere. Him burning the memory into his head, like to yeah, to like stay like to stay in that happy memory. Who's funding that? Because now they have a machine that they can't use. I was so confused because it's like he he killed a man, did something worse than murder. They say, but then he got to like live in his happy memories for the rest of his life. I was super confused by that, and I was also just confused because he's like, I should have let go. Or he was talking to Watts. He's like, I should have fired you sooner. And then she's strapped with that burden for the rest of her life where she just has to take care of him in this tank. It's like, what yeah. a dick. Was, yeah. Yeah, the tax. I was so confused by the relationship, very, though. Uh, it's like... Okay. I'm, Go ahead. Mark. I don't know. I guess she was just happy that she got to see her daughter and she didn't need a life beyond that. Just daughter and tank man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And interesting I mean, flash forward at the end. Yeah, the jump that time. Mm-hmm. Also, like, how's like... he being satiated? Is he is he eating? I don't know. There was an interesting thing at I mean, one was, point when we went still to cut jacked. as hell too. Yeah, whatever, yeah he yeah. was. <laughs> but when it went to pods or whatever that place was called, or yeah. they called it when, like, you hear the people talking about. It, it's like your dad. They said something about basically they could be sustained in one of those tanks for years. So it's like, do people 
I just assumed it was one session, but I guess when people get a certain age, maybe if they're rich enough, they can just live in a tank till they die. Which yeah, I honestly, was... I was thinking about it. I got super depressed thinking about my grandma. It's like, oh, if she, because you know, she has Alzheimer's. Yeah. But it's like, if she could just live out memories for the rest of her life, that would probably be a better existence than not remembering anything. But yeah. I don't know. Conceptually, it's also, that's another thing. It's like, conceptually, that's kind of (laughs) cool. Yeah, I think Watts works at, like, the big box store that just puts people on ice and lets them slowly die. Yes, I think you interpreted Mm -hmm. that right, Yeah. Well, I just want to say, I feel like Natalie Martinez, like, for all the stuff I've seen her in, she needs a better agent because she either has, like, incredibly small parts, (laughs) like an end of watch, or is just not given anything to do like, was she the detective in this she was the the, the da i believe oh right yeah. okay. it's like i still remember the first thing i saw her and i think was that um i think it was the under the dome series the stephen king under the dome series which for some reason i suffered through the entirety <laughs> of that show I, I watched an episode yeah it's not good um and it only gets worse but uh <laughs> like i watched the book though just, so there's that did I say I watched the book? I, mean, I read the you book. Did. <laughs> she was in like the last the last two episodes of the From Dusk Till Dawn show, which had been going downhill like five episodes before. <laughs> so it was just okay. Um She's been in a lot of TV shows. Yeah, I mean maybe I'm just missing the good stuff. Cause like I, I think she's she has potential to be good. Like she's not bad in any of the things I've seen. She's just given shit roles or small roles so i'm rooting for you well next she's gonna be in that ordinary joe show with the guy who they do like parallel timelines or something maybe she'll have a big role in that sweet um let's talk about that ending i think we kind of um, did a I little mean, I guess bit we, yeah it's we a little weird did. yep but but uh the so the first time you see she talks about the house in the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. did you were you guys would be like oh that's where she's gonna be no because i always assumed she, died, she was dead see i didn't think she was dead wait but did i she think was, she was like, dead? okay I that's where the kid's gonna be <laughs> so like i just i knew the journey was gonna end there that's where i figured it would be a stop along the way that's why i was shocked that it ended up not be, like i'm trying to remember what my journey was <laughs> Don't look I think there. I thought that she did intentionally leave him and then she wouldn't care. But then, of course, they changed it to that she was in love and a good person all along. And so I just, I half of my notes are just grown. <laughs> no, it's also this like, happened, grown. This she's happened, like, grown. It's like, she's also like, I'm an addict. And it's like, well, how could Hugh Jackman not tell if he was so in love with this woman that she was, Cause she was dealing with like, she was able she to clean, she was clean and able to kick a drug that was super, super addictive and no one can kick. Cause she's amazing. Oh. See, they said they said you couldn't kick it, so that's why. So she did she kick it? Love, kicked yeah. It. Oh my god, love! You know it's powerful to um, turn back time by flying around the planet. It's also powerful enough to <laughs> kick it. Turn addiction. Back time. Do, 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 do. I'm um, okay. Kyle and I, I don't remember what it started, but Kyle is so pissed about that whole turn back time thing he's like everyone would be dead if you actually did that and i was like no it's love love doesn't murder people kyle <laughs> um just ask deadpool 
the actual ending i don't think we gave enough credence to how weird the fucking old age makeup ending was to this movie no it was really <laughs> weird <laughs> i was like why why and why it didn't need to be there like at all think of like, how pruney yeah. his he is just in that tub all the time Ugh. he's just like <laughs> But he's also like still, like Zach pointed out, just cut his hell. <laughs> Super fucking jacked. Yeah. What was the thing? Uh, it's not really, I mean, it's kind of the ending, but like the whole story with the woman in like the land baron that whole thing and like the son is in a super creepy relationship just dancing with his mom. It's like, oh, it's so weird. That whole, I don't don't even know how these stories connect. It's like, how did that um, dirty cop find out about that in the first place? He was hired by the somebody in that family, I thought. Oh right, he was, he, hired was hired, by the he was hired by the son. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Well, at first they make it out like she has to stay in that memory to like stay mm-hmm. sane or whatever. But then like once Jackman like talks to her out of it, she's pretty much fine. But why? Just throw her back why did she, like he said something about her having burnout or something? So I guess it got burned into her memory. But it's like I want to understand why she did that. Yeah, but also did did it get burned in or burned out because like. She had a conversation with Hugh Jackman. Like, well, I think it's kind of just like, you know. again, Alzheimer's, where you have moments of clarity very rarely. Okay. Also, Fair. why would the Angela... Okay, we're jumping the butt wise all day here. But, okay, wait. We'll, I'll come back to that. All right. <laughs> Performance piece. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, like, this is probably the, the least I've liked her. I mean, she's fine, but like... She's fine, but she, yeah, you know, like she's so much better and everything else. I want to know in. who put the stipulation in their contract that if Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson are in a movie together, she has to be a singer. <laughs> <laughs> At least I, she sings in um, Greatest Showman. Greatest but, or she doesn't sing. I oh. sing. She doesn't sing. She doesn't sing. I think in that it's um someone else's voice, if memory serves. Okay. But she is a singer in that movie. Huh. This one, I think, is actually her singing. That's interesting. I wonder why they wouldn't have used her in that in The Greatest Showman. If she was like, you know, if she could sing. I mean, she has a fine voice. But I don't know if it's like, in that movie, it's like, best voice ever. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Are we still on performance? Yeah, yes. I mean, I Hugh mean, Jackman did good with his role. I mean, he's fine. I mean, he don't buy him as like, the, he's too like, cunning and but handsome. But I just don't like the character. Yeah. But I mean, if you might be able to enjoy the character if he didn't look like Hugh. Like you're like, oh, you're just a Hugh Jackman guy being a jerk. Like he needs no, to be a little bit Hugh more. Hugh Jackman was the better part because he is so handsome. It's like, <laughs> well, at least there's that. <laughs> What's weird too, like I didn't buy Hugh Jackman as like the most soothing, calming. Vo- like they didn't get into like him <laughs> yeah. talking was supposed to be so important to unlocking mm-hmm. these memory. And he just yeah, but then with Cliff Curtis, he's got like that. You're going on a journey because well, he's mad like, at him. I, he's not trying to soothe him. Yeah, but like, aren't, isn't it? Don't you need to do that in order to like sink them in? I thought that was the whole point. Like, don't you? Well, what I'm saying is, movie. I wouldn't How have I wouldn't have gotten synced <laughs> if I was listening to Hugh Jackman. And he didn't do anything for me voice work wise. Uh, to lull me into my uh, memories. Do you think they lock the front door? Because there's just like a naked person in a tank in this big room that anyone can walk into. <laughs> Let's hope so. Uh, 
Tandiwe Newton is also good, but doesn't get anything to Underused. do really. Um, yeah. Cliff Curtis is definitely having the most fun, as is Daniel Wu as Saint Joe. The I think maybe he was my favorite. Yeah. Um. The mom. The mom that has has the memento disease, but even faster. Uh. I, I guess. Um. Sure. She. She was interesting. Like she brought some energy to the screen whenever she was on there in that really weird yeah, subplot. But that, but again, it was really weird too. You couldn't really get into it. That was yeah. I mean, I feel like that actually would she would be my performance prize. Mm. Low bar. I'm giving it to Sadie the dog. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the dog's actual name is. No, it wasn't Sadie, it was Angie. That's the dog's name in the movie. See, that oh. was dumb about how all how of the How dare you? No, no, no. But of how <laughs> all of the how all of the memories that we were shown end up being so relevant, you know, like it's just like too easy and just like I get you're trying to keep The dog things. wasn't relevant to the story. Yeah, they gave that guy drug oh, well, the, the Well, yes, the, he yeah, was relevant, yeah, but I'm yeah, saying yeah. his memory wasn't yeah. relevant. Uh, yeah. The guy was relevant. Uh, which brings me to, um, I don't think anybody has a repeat after me for this movie. No, <laughs> the only one I can think of is when um, St. Joe, like his tank gets shot and he just goes, my tank. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all the lines were so stupid. Like I wrote down the, the lines that start the movie are so dumb. It's like, what does he say? The past can haunt a man. That's what they say. The past is a series of moments, each one perfect, complete, a bead on the necklace of time. And then he says something like, the past doesn't haunt us, wouldn't even recognize us. If there were ghosts to be found, it's us who haunt the past. I was like, at this moment, I knew I was going to hate the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it just, you, you can tell it's trying to be like that. that it's like that, that like, tagline. It's like, what, he feel? wasn't haunted by his fa- past? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, it's just, ugh. Um. Okay, so but why? Why like why would the girl Angela Seraphine Seraphine she was the the mom of mm-hmm. the kid? Um, like why would she be going to relive that one specific day? I'm like, I guess she loved him. Maybe it was I don't the last know. time they were together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But if it but then why? How would he know that he had a kid i don't think but also they were making it like implying that she was super poor too i thought so how is it like seriously did no one pay for this ever (laughs) maybe not um quick question that kind of is about but not really about why were there cell phones in this universe i don't remember i mean it's the the future but i don't remember seeing anyone on a phone but that doesn't mean anything necessarily but I'm just thinking about it. it's like she could have just called Hugh Jackman instead of going to the door and then getting caught there. Like just call him. Then it wouldn't be noir. Yeah. I don't know if you can have a noir with cell phones nowadays. That's she's fair. also like hoping that that what did she drop her earring? Yeah, her earring. It was gonna stay there on like flooded water, mm-hmm. like ground flooded with water. Like, come on. Like, um, you don't know this, but the earring was actually made out of the heaviest metal. <laughs> it is luck she is very lucky it did not rip straight out of her eardrum eardrum <laughs> her earlobe <laughs> definitely don't want it to rip out your eardrum i got uh, the ending i think it's exhausting because it's all of these like convenience contrivances yeah. that also you see coming i guess from a mile away at the time mm-hmm. and again like in a good version of this that's okay but 
when it doesn't flow or doesn't feel like it's working very well, then it just feels like, meh. Um, hot take theater. The dog was the best person in the movie. That was Lauren's hot that take. That is not a hot take. <laughs> that is a common agreement among all viewers. <laughs> that's also... Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I have a hot take. It's also her doggo download. Um, mm-hmm. Technically, we, the dog died. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, there's no E.T. watch on this one. I doubt Ben's seen a meme or ever will of this movie. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see you're going on journeys or something. <laughs> no, but not enough people have watched the movie, probably. Let's see how many people have watched this movie. 23,000, surprisingly. That's higher than oh, I thought it would have been. But I guess for something on HBO Max starring Hugh Jackman, it's not. You know, another thing that doesn't, like, even the contrived, like, occurrences that happen in order to make the movie like how would um watts have known that rebecca fergus i don't know why i'm using one actor name and one character name but how would uh teddy way um how would she know that rebecca ferguson's character have taken like the keys to get into the vault if she had left the room she didn't didn't hugh jackman figure it out because memory science hugh jackman was in watts's memory watching it unfold but like tandy was i said keep jumping back watts had like walked away so it's like she would not have known that rebecca ferguson's character had picked up the keys that didn't make sense something else that just did not work at all Uh, let's not look back guys um okay yeah, it was Let's... also just frustrating though because like when you see stuff in third person you can see someone else's face so like we could see rebecca ferguson kind of <clears throat> having reactions to imply that maybe something is wrong with the relationship but it's like hugh jackman wouldn't have known about that so it's just one of those things where it's like this is cool but also it doesn't work at all your concept's stupid and flawed yeah they they yeah they just they're they, this they're is yada yada one of my nitpicking it. moments because I'm just angry at the movie. Um, upgradables, casting rumors. Who could have made it better? I don't, I don't know if anybody could have made this better. New script would have made it better. Yep. Uh, recommend this over that. Does anybody have any noir recommendations over this? Mm, no. I mean, if you want, if you want dystopian noir, like. The Blade Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner <laughs> this kept making me think of that, and then I got even madder because that's a worse man to watch. <laughs> Is he a man? I kept it, this. Um, let's see. <laughs> well, I just mean there's the whole the romance <laughs> in that is like a forced sexual encounter. It's like I'm not. No, they love this each other. No, you talking about no. Joy? You're talking she about tries to leave. She tries to leave he the room and he like slams her against the wall and suddenly they're like, okay, we're going to have sex now. It's like, Wait, what is happening? Movie? Oh, the original Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. I thought so- yeah, I thought we were talking about 2049. Okay, I yeah, thought- watch that instead of this or I the mean, original Blade Runner. You could you could put you could put Memento up there too. I was thinking that when that watching kind of- this movie, I was like, I want to watch Memento, yeah. or not Memento. I wanted to watch uh, Minority Report watching this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. Um... Dark City, also. That's way on a different level than this movie. Yeah, but it's another, you know, you know, dark noir sci-fi. They, uh, the genres are romance, mystery, and science fiction. If you click on mystery, both Midsummer and Hereditary show up as mysteries. I would not call are those mysteries. What is what is the mystery of Midsummer? Why she's staying with such a (laughs) shitty guy? (laughs) 
The mystery is why they stayed in that little. It's not a village, a commune. Village, yeah, it? I think village. That works. It is village. Yeah. What a lovely midsummer. Um, to Infinity Bond, lasting impact. There will be none. Um, <laughs> maybe if Lisa Joy, maybe this gets reclaimed if Lisa Joy becomes one of our next great directors. But I don't know. Um. Bonus rounds. This is a Friends of Cliff movie, and I enjoyed Cliff <laughs> Curtis in it. Um, yeah, one last pitch. Uh, I can do it. Um, don't watch it. It's it. It is interesting. It has good actors who are fine, but it's just fine, fine, fine all the way. And then it gets kind of head smackingly dumb at times and. Just, I, you know, I said my my eight words or less was tell, tell, and tell again. And, like, this movie is just full of Nicolas Cage. Or Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage would have made this a better movie. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Like, not even doing, like, crazy Nicolas Cage. He's the kind of vibe you want from the lead of this movie, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, um, Just that, like, obsessive. Yeah, he, could, he totally could have yeah. been better. I take back my upgradables. Um, upgradables, yeah, there we go. But Hugh Jackman... Is just constantly t- like there's nothing left to the viewer. It's just there's an all tell, even yeah. though the device is all about showing you things. It's really just a muddled mess. I also just remembered just thinking about how much I hate him, the character in this movie. He got so mad at Watts for not telling him ever that she loved him or had feelings for him at all. It's like you don't, you're what, you're not deserving of that information if she doesn't want to give it to you. Yeah. You like, also why are you such like, an ass? Like, ignoring her. <laughs> Like just treating her like shit. Yeah. Um. Next this, week, I'm just Go getting ahead. madder about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> next week, uh, we are watching a good movie. Did you pick this, Lauren? Um, Amelie, Amelie probably. Yes. Our second Jean-Pierre Junet movie of the year, I think. Yes. Uh, right. And that is his was, breakout. Um, was Micmax? Or no, we did a very long. No, engagement we did a very long year. engagement. Yeah, that's right. Three, three of his movies on here, all picked by Lauren, I think. Um, that was this year. Fuck. Um, I feel like Micmax was the year before. Micmax was late last year, I think, though. No, no, but I mean, like uh, a very long. Yeah, yeah. Was this we, year? yeah, we did like love stories around. Felt February. like a, a very long time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Good one. This was uh, <laughs> Junette's and uh, Audrey Tattoo's first. Um, collaboration. Uh, the I film feel what previous. is largely considered his best among fans. I've, his fa- yeah, I favorites. Think I've, I've never his... seen this, so I'm I'm really excited. But I to think check this one when we talked about way. a very long engagement, I think Zach and I agree that that one's our favorite. I think yeah, I think we, we both like okay. that one more. But I, but yeah, I still very I, much I'm, like this one. I yes, this movie is great and weird and quirky and fun, and she is incredible. And mm-hmm. probably could have been nominated for an Oscar for it. It'll be interesting to look and see who she missed. She was probably close, but um, yeah. But um, yeah, we're going to watch that as another flashback. Then we're going to throw in a James Wan horror movie that's coming out to HBO Max, Malignant. Woo! Then I think we're jumping back to one more flashback for John. Uh, let's see if he shows up for that one. Uh, the hockey movie Goon, which is a great little movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so that's our next few weeks. And underrated Lee, Sh- Lee Schreiber. Oh yeah, performance every Lee Schreiber performance is underrated. I feel like. <laughs> uh, 
uh, X Men Origins. I think he's good in that. He's good in that movie. The, he is definitely the best part of that movie. That's a and it's not low a low bar. bar he's clearing. He he would have been good if he was mm. in. You could throw his saber tooth in almost any X Men movie, and he'd be one of the best parts of it. I gave that movie three and a half <laughs> stars, I think, and I stand by it. Oh. Um, okay. Oh my god. Uh, the yeah. Until then, you like that more than the first Deadpool? What the actual fuck? That's terrible. Um. Ugh. Sorry. Just the yeah. Uh, until next time, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com, middle of row on Twitter. Rate and review the podcast. It does stuff. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Letterboxd and uh, Twitter at the Grigsby Bear. You can evolve, you can also find me on Twitch, but I mean, I haven't done shit on there in a while, so who cares? <laughs> uh, and you can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Amelie. Do you know the French title? It's like Le Fa- The Fabulous Life, Life of Amelie, oh, yeah, but in French. Uh, the only thing remember- I can ever remember in French is um, Les Compétents from huh? um, Home Alone. <laughs> like, you're what the French call and, that's and remember, remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. <laughs> Royale.